Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. chilling i got my i got my sugar daddy vibes going oh wow you know what I'm saying this is okay. second deepest track suit in a row i'm gonna check track yeah. jacket in a row right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying looking for a nice young lady to come tame this silver fox wow you know what i'm saying I'd like to welcome everybody back to the step brothers podcast episode 71 that's right uh it's your host with the most chris minor aka women sin for me and sin for me aka uh pimp name slip back slick back you got to say the whole thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like 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 a tribe called quest you got to say the whole thing um aka let me check my palm pilot you know what i'm saying okay. <laughs> aka shit you know that's it what's up dalton <laughs> okay yeah um. yeah yeah it's Dalton, mm-hmm. aka Danny Phantom. I yeah. mean the Snickers right now. Sorry. Okay, yeah, we can. Delicioso. Yeah, it's it's uh, delicious. Um, in Spanish. Yep. Um, see, I don't know. I don't have any AKs today. I had my mouth full. I couldn't. You know what? We. I'm sorry to cut you off. We should do like an ASMR thing. No, because <laughs> like we not. got. This is the sound. That stuff is so weird. Of ice. That chick eating lobster. All that shit was weird to me. What's up, girl? Name? Oh, speaking of Zoe, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. What? I hate that commercial, but. Well, yeah, but, you know, trying to keep it all in the same universe. Uh, congratulations to her. She's going to be our new Catwoman. Do we got something for that? Like applause? We ain't got applause. You can hit the bomb. Yep, she's going to be a uh, cat woman. Yep, I think uh, it's a good choice, though. Yeah, that's a great choice. Um, I've see, I seen a little Twitter. I've seen a little, a little. I didn't see any. Concern. Well, people feel like they always pick her to do, like, over-sexualized, like, slutty shit. They don't want Catwoman to go down and say like they said they were going to use the Catwoman from like year one where she was kind of like promiscuous or whatever I guess I don't know mm-hmm. but I was like yo they were going to do year one with or without her like 
the movie set in 99. He's younger. Like, that's definitely year one type. They, al- they also casted the Riddler as well. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I, I do. Um, he's He's been in quite a few things. Um, right. I mean, as <laughs> someone dude said... He, the he like the picture they use he yeah, was like he, he looks like he's gonna do a riddle like anyway yeah, like he'll like, do riddles but no I, he definitely has like an awkwardness to him I think it'll work oh like, okay the, the way I, he acts. I, I was hoping Jonah Hill they got Jonah Hill they, he they wanted him for Penguin but he backed out yeah because they they weren't gonna he he wanted a certain amount of money and mm, they weren't um yeah they weren't gonna dish that up yeah um did you read that like she tried to be in um. Christopher Nolan's third Batman. But yeah, she was too urban or something. Yeah, she wasn't. A lot of people got it confused. They thought she was trying to be some uh, Catwoman, but she was really she was just being an extra that had a few words with Batman, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Nah, this shit, we ain't doing nothing urban." Like, what? Yeah, she was like, "What does that even mean?" Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means either. What's well, too urban? They were literally in a city, so that's about as urban as you get. Yeah, <laughs> and they shot like in Chicago and like New Pittsburgh. York, and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So like, yo, what? But Uh-oh. anyway, she's she's our Catwoman, and uh, she was kind of, but she she wasn't like action action in that Mad Max movie. Like she wasn't like kicking niggas asses and shit. In Mad Max. She was in the Mad Max. Was she? Yeah, she was one of the the wives. I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember her in that, so yeah. I guess she wasn't. Doing nothing like yeah, I think she was the only thing. I mean, she was in X Men First Class, but she was like the worst character. The very thing. Yeah. Oh Pixie. yeah, she died. Yeah. Like it, it, no, she she, was, she all she did was spit that fireball, and then like yeah, yeah she went to Magneto's side. But uh, yeah, that's trash. Oh damn, I knew I forgot. All oh, right. Hmm? Um, he said, "Oh damn, I knew I forgot about something." Lol, Miss Attitude is at my crib right now. I'll be at the next one. I don't know who that is, but we know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he called her that, but oh, how was your week though? What'd you say? Uh, my week was pretty busy. I did a lot of I had a lot of errands to run. Oh yeah, we, we drove to Houston Monday. Yeah, that was this week. It feels like yeah, it was that was so a long, long time ago. ago but that was but beginning. That was, was literally Monday. That was definitely Monday. We did that right after the podcast. We did. We woke up six a.m. Got on the road. Beth thought we went to Houston to do the podcast. Oh no 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 no! I don't. I, I only I only would have done that if we were going to Justin's house. Yeah. But that, yeah, no. Uh, we I went to drop some stuff off and then come back. Like it was literally there and back. We didn't even do anything. Nah. We didn't even eat in Houston. We because that's why I, was, I wanted to stop at the um, Frenchies. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if there's any close to us though. Yeah, probably not. I didn't see none off the. Yeah. You had to go off the beaten path. Though. Probably. Um, because we were on a different side. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so we dropped some stuff off there. Um, what else? Uh, that Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen we ate at was trash though. Like the food, it wasn't like our Dairy Queen to me. No, nah, it wasn't. I, I I don't know what was going on though. Yeah, it was it wild. Was, it was it a weird. It was weird a one. small town, like Ozark, small town, yeah. like. But everybody knew everybody, and I swear this nigga walked in there with his two young sons. They was like dressed to the nine and that cowboy shit. He just had to look about him like he sold all the major dope in that small town. I wonder where we were. Do you remember, like, what town that was? I don't, but it was, I mean. It was small town, man. Very small. I'm telling you, like, everybody was talking to everybody in this Dairy Queen. It would have felt like you were, like, super out of place. Like, they know that you're not from there type mm-hmm. shit. And we definitely got those looks like, y'all aren't from around these parts there, yeah. boy. Yeah, we're not. No, we're not. Driving through fun. We're from this city, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 
Or we stopped at Dairy Queen. But that's that's literally all we did, though. Yep. We didn't do anything else. No. We stopped at this gas station, and they had fucking... Oh, well, he's, the yeah, Lay's. Well, they had the pickled flavor Lay's chips, but the flaming hot pickled Lay's chips. Never seen them before, and they were they were pretty good. They were very good, but I haven't seen them ever again. Yeah, no. we got to go back to that town. Maybe we could score some shit out there. You know, I need <laughs> to take another trip without you. Wow, you know what I'm saying? But um, um, I do. Uh, yeah. So the rest of the week, what happens? I'm thinking right now. Um. Man, what else happened? Um, I just did a bunch of like random, like regular errands. We went grocery shopping. Um, mm. uh, we had a going away party. Went to Katie's thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was going away? Uh, Doug and Kristen that work at Chewy. Um, <clears throat> they were friends of my. They're friends of mine and friends of Shelby's. And then uh, mm-hmm. they uh, Doug got a job for Airbnb. Oh, word. Uh, at their corporate office in um, Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's so dope. He's, he, they're moving to to Washington on the border, and they're going to drive. He's going to commute 20 That minutes. wasn't the couple that came to the live show, was it? No, oh, that was not. Yeah, that word. was um, Lindsay. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they, they're leaving on Tuesday to drive their stuff up there. Um, they got pets and stuff, so they got to go all the way up Damn. there. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it is. Fuck. But uh, yeah, so we we actually hung up, hung up. We went to Dave and Buster's with them one night, uh, and then we they had a going away party before we went to Katie's thing yesterday. That's what's uh, up. Um. Yeah. What did I do? Um. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a long ass week, bro. I don't. Feels like yeah. Um. I started getting in my closet winter ready. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All the jackets, the sweaters, turtlenecks, you know, turtleneck poppy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, got everything bracken. Uh, uh, oh. I bought a kimono. Really? Mm-hmm. You going to wear it around the house or you going to step out in it? I want to see what it looks like first. Oh, you, ordered, you don't have it yet? Yeah, I bought it, yeah. What color is it? Uh, it's like... Um, has like baby blue waves with white and like a koi fish. Oh, I yeah. feel you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna get the demon slayer one, but it was gonna it wasn't gonna get here till like mid November. The fuck? Yeah, because it, it I think they it was like a Halloween costume, so uh-huh. like everybody bought it. Like those are all like take forever to get here now. Not for nothing. <clears throat> My brother is uh, trying to convince me to throw a Halloween party at his house. Vince. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> But he wanted to charge $5 a head. Oh, my God. You know, he tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, ain't that nobody boy, finna pay $5. That boy tried to squeeze a dollar out of the quarter. Bro. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I was like, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know yet. We got another week. And it ain't shit to be like, hey, just pull up, you know. So yeah. that should, maybe. Anyways, um, you know, me and Ridge and Dev, we have, like, tradition. We usually go to the bar every Thursday. Um. We did. It was weird because we started going. Excuse me, with Dev and you know we all, but then like two or three times we had went with like Ryan and Jonathan. Yeah, you know those nights are a little bit more crazier than it is with Dev because <laughs> it's like the boys. But um, yeah. Um, to tie it all together, I guess uh, Katie had our, our 
our friend, sister, you know, Katie, um, just wanted to get all her friends together at this pool hall last night, which was Saturday, Saturday. Uh And, um, had a good time. Everybody showed up. If you follow me, RG, I'm sure you're aware. Uh And, um, we all decided the next thing we were going to do is go do karaoke because we've been talking about that. And um, the bar that we frequent at is where we're going to go do the karaoke at. So um, that should be fun. I think I'm going to do Can't Tell Me Nothing. I already, already, already told you that. Because when we went last Thursday, you know, if I would have wore my hair like this, I could have pulled out the hey yeah. you know. But yeah. this, this dude botched it this past Thursday. So I'm like, man. Staking up the place. Every time I've seen someone do that, they'd never do it right. Yeah, and then he had no, like, flavor. I'm either. telling you, they, the, they, like, you don't really have to sing as long as you're a good performer. Like, you have to have at least some swagger to you. Yeah. Like, but I karaoke ain't no thing to me. I know it ain't to you. That's, I'm, that's my shit. I feel you. I mean, performing in front of people is kind of like, you it, just got to, but you, but you have to be drunk. That's like the, or at least a little, I know you don't, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about people that have an issue with it. Like you got to, that's what, that's why that's they put point. karaoke that's, bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's our brand. That's our brand. To get loose, you know, but yeah. if you don't know, I'm telling you right now, like karaoke is my thing. I have like, I'm a killer at it. Okay. Go. So, I'm sorry. I'm chewing these Twizzler bites. If you're trying to get in my pants, ladies, buy me some Twizzlers. The chewy kind, though, like, <laughs> you know, like the cherry ones at Walgreens in the pack. They're they're the pill joints, the chewy ones. I don't want the licorice your grandma would give you. That's just if you're trying to get in my pants. Anyways. Okay. Um. So, yeah, the bar we go to, I'm sorry, I'm chewing. I'll be more professional. Um. Ooh, that took a lot. Um, the bar we go to, they just open like a little VIP section. Really? Dead ass. It exists. Yeah, like at, two TVs. At Jay Gilligan's. Yeah. It's okay. And um, we were in there, VIP, you know, VIP Poppy. At the and, Um, and this dude gets up and he starts singing, um, Usher. Um, which one? Nice and slow. Nah, I'm your man. You're my girl. Yeah. What song was that? You got it bad. Yeah, you got it bad. That's Uh you know I love that song. I don't know why I just drew it blank, but um, so like when he starts singing, I turned around like, oh shit, he kind of he going in. Yeah. So dude, that freak was there more than me. Obviously, Mm -hmm. he was like. Man, that nigga sing that shit every week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, was, that's his shit. Yeah, that's he, his shit. If he don't know nothing, he know you got it bad. Yeah, he yeah. know you got it bad. Though. But I think he's the um, he's like a part of the crew that comes sets up the like karaoke shit. He's okay. a, like DJ and you know his little friends or whatever. But that boy back there mad. He's like, here come this motherfucker. Yeah, he man. already knew what it was. Yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, this guy. This he, guy he was like, he's gonna do. You got it bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got it bad, Usher. All three minutes. <laughs> But um, I guess while we're talking about stage fright, we can jump into this whole little Summer Walker thing. Sure. Um, Summer Walker, R&B artist. Heard our album was pretty good. I haven't listened to it yet. It is good. Um, I got a little article here if y'all care to listen. <clears throat> Summer Walker's new album, Over It, that's the name of it, sold 134,000 album equivalents, equivalents mm-hmm. which means she streamed... 
a lot. <laughs> um, making it the largest debut for an R&B female artist since Beyonce's Lemonade. Incredibly, the album also accounts for the biggest streaming week by a female R&B artist ever. So we could drop a bomb for her. Somebody asked, is Beyonce's Lemonade album her debut? <laughs> and uh, they said debut meaning opening week, not debut album. Uh, people, you know, terminology. But yeah, shout out to Summer Walker, man. Um, I only heard like a couple of her songs. Well, really one that Girls Need Love too. And now that I just never got into her. But um, that's a big feat. Cause I even when I read it, I was like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. Taylor Swift, like Ariana Grande, Beyonce, Rihanna. Oh, it, oh, she's not R and B. No, and I guess Ariana Grande would be pop. pop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, R and B. Mm-hmm. Pop, R&B? Uh, no, they they classify as R&B. All right. See, that's why I was saying, you know what I'm saying, get rid of these classifications. Um, here we go. We're not going back to that one. Uh, ain't nobody here to slap me this yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, it's a good album. Um, but what he was talking about, Stage Fright, like, so she has already specified that, um, if you don't know who she is, she's a dope artist. Mm-hmm. Um. But basically, she has been said that she doesn't like fame. Really, she she never wanted the fame, uh, so she gets uncomfortable in those like that kind of setting where people all eyes are on her. Mm-hmm. She has to do all these things that you know she's not really comfortable doing. So she put out a tiny desk concert. If you haven't seen those, they basically are in a, in an office. They do a little little concert. Um, usually, always very dope. Like they always, they don't ever get no like whack people to do it. Um. But people were criticizing her of her of her tiny desk concert because she would look kind of like emotionless and lifeless in there. Uh, I mean, I just want to hear it. It's awesome. Oh wait, you're not connected. Oh shit. Here, it disconnected because you weren't using it. Oh. Here. But yeah, he'll play it. But um, I mean, she she does great. She just doesn't look like she wants to be there. That's okay. Is that all? Huh? I, I thought it was like she was like shy and hiding her. Like. No, she just was kind of like lifeless. But people criticized her for that. Like it's it's, and this is exactly what she was talking about. What she wanted to avoid. Like she doesn't like to be in the spotlight like that. Um, you can't. I mean, I don't know why people always people always want to criticize everything people do. I mean, she didn't do nothing negative or nothing. Where the fuck is this shit at? I mean, it's searching. Oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. All right, I should be good now. Yeah, you're on there. Go to the club. All I ever asked was you to show me some love. No, I never had an issue. Go to the club with your boys, baby. I ain't never wanted you to stay. Just wanted you to show me off. So won't you what's, what's more impressive is how uninterested she looks, but how good she still sounds. Exactly. Like, I, I think it looks effortless, right? Yeah, effortless. Um, yeah. But... If she's she's probably she probably wasn't like yo NPR let me do a tiny desk the label was probably like yeah, yo let me do, do this shit yeah. which is part of the game but yeah, yeah. she doesn't have to be happy to be there like mm-hmm. you can't change her mannerisms like I I no she, she still killed it so shouts to her you sound great uh, I know so like there's no criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Say my name. Yeah, that's effortless. I don't know what the fuck these niggas talking about. Yeah, I, people just like to talk shit. Um, effortless. Shout out to Summer Walker. Uh, keep doing your thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't worry about all these fuckers. Um, you got fans here. Yeah, I, I, I got to listen to more music. And when I tell you, I will listen to it on, on the way back home. I'll, I'll show you. She's good as fuck. Um, damn, where I want to go? Oh, okay. So Twitter. Um, so Twitter. <laughs> Wale had an interview with um, Elliot Wilson. Yeah, he was on Rap Radar, right? Yeah, Rap Radar. Uh-huh. No, it was um, Crown. Crown, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Elliot Wilson does have a podcast um, called yeah. Rap Radar. It's pretty good. You want, like, the in-depth artist shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he said something about somebody in the crowd said something about his girl being a light-skinned model chick or whatever, and he went off. He didn't go off on the guy, but he was like, "Yo, let me put you in your place, young young boy." You know what I'm saying, or girl? Because I didn't. He didn't even say like if it was a man or a woman he was addressing. Right. But um, I just want to play a little bit of it because it's long, and then I want to get into my hot take that we discussed in the okay. car. Okay. All right. Somewhere along the line, we got a daughter named Always hold that woman down for the rest of my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Trying to find it. He's talking about his baby mama first. Hold her down because she's the mother of the daughter. Now, you say that model chick. By the grace of God, I don't ever want those words to leave your lips again like that because that ain't no model chick. That's a special human being that came in my life talking about affirmations, talking how to love better, talking how to be positive. I got pretty loud right there. One thing I can say about Wale just from looking at how he's talking, the man is smacked. (laughs) He's drunk as fuck. But I started coming up with like my own idea of like when he dropped this last out al- his latest album which is titled wow that's crazy y'all go stream that because our friends produced on it or whatever yeah um d-woo and super miles d-woo and super miles um the like the feedback that he was getting on twitter looked different than any other time he dropped his album like if you're aware of like the criticism while it gets on twitter or social media i'll just say social media like yeah you would think that nobody listens to his music. <laughs> yeah. From the criticism he used to get. It really died down a lot in, mm-hmm. you know, the last year, year and a half. So um But in my mind, like when Wale first came out, like back with Nike boots, when I first saw that video or like um the song he had with Lady Gaga, Chilling, I think is what it, yeah, Chilling. I was like, damn, okay, he can rap. He sounds like he wants to push like music for it because at that time like rappers weren't like uh collaborating with like pop or rock acts like jay-z would you know jay-z kanye wale was probably like the next person who like and lady gaga at that time was like well she's still like the shit you know what i'm saying that was in like, that world but like, she was like really really popular. yeah then. she was really really popping back then so I always, me being an artist myself, I always looked at Wale like he's a true artist and he wants to push his shit forward. But the only thing I felt like that was in his way was Kanye West. 
Now, I know you're asking why Kanye, like, they don't make the same music or anything, but just hear me out, right? So, you got, I got a riddle, all right? You got an outspoken, well-dressed, good music-making person, uh, misunderstood, um, only really cares about the craft, aesthetically pleasing to the eye, you know, who am I talking about? I know I could be talking about a lot of people, but in the Kanye. Okay, but I was talking about Wale too. You see, if you if you think about everything, you know what I'm saying? I tried to tie in there. Like if you really just sit down and think about it, I felt like they were the same type of person. Okay. Maybe not with as wild as antics like Kanye. But what you mean to tell me you can't see Wale sitting at MTV with a bottle of Hennessy and running up on stage if like motherfucking I don't know, this, whatever her name, Betty Bop, Betty Boop won the award over Rihanna or some shit, like anybody. You don't think Wale would do that, like his personality and shit? Uh-huh. I really feel like he would. Oh. And um, okay. so, and what I, what I mean by getting Kanye out of the way is like, you know, Kanye's focus isn't like putting out masterful pieces right now. Like he's soul searching, Staring up people's feelings again, <laughs> clearly. And, um, you know, fashion and his family and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like mm-hmm. he kind of had to move out of the... Like, if they were in the same lane, how are you going to move past, like, the Hummer if you're, like, a, a Kia? You know what I'm saying? Like, once the Hyundai... Get, I mean, the, the Hummer get out of the way, the Kia can, like, progress quicker or whatever. I felt like that's what was going on. I feel like nobody would say that. But those are my true feelings. Now, I know Wale gets in his way a lot, and you could say Kanye gets in his his own way a lot as well. But that's just how I always saw it. Like, if you got two artists, in, like Kurt Cobain didn't really take off the way he could have because he was in Drake's lane. You know what I'm saying? Like He also doesn't rap well. but Well, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, I think I got a record with Kurt Cobain, so... He raps pretty good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He raps pretty I'm good. not sucking up to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. Anyways, but at that time, Take Care of Time, when that Drinking My Cup song came out. Yeah, it was a big hit. It was a big hit. It was a hit, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he could have been. If Drake was, he's light-skinned nigga singing and rapping, that's Drake. You know what I'm saying? You got to move for Drake. Or Drake got to move for you to get that. You know what I'm saying? And he said he in her hair like Maybelline, but Maybelline is makeup. Just. <laughs> but it rhymed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't break the rhyme. But what are your thoughts on that, though? You think I made any points or you think, like, I'm just talking out my head? I, I mean, I don't I don't know. Um, I, Like I was telling you. Um, oh, my bad. Wally has always been, like, there. Mm-hmm. But he's always kind of been, like, just over here right. on the side. Uh, the point I was making to Chris earlier was while I came out at the time, Kid Cudi, J. Cole, Drake. Uh, Drake were all like coming out, right? Like Wiz was Wiz? Yeah, Wiz yeah. could be in the group too. Um, but they all they were all popping off basically. They even had a, a cover on vibe together where yeah. they were sitting on top of the washing, washing machines. machines. And shit. Um because the niggas was washed. No, they weren't. I'm just playing. <laughs> but they just started. How they no, watched I'm just, it. I'm just playing. But uh um but they were like basically saying like these guys are like the next thing, right? Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. 
And for a moment, it seemed like that. So Wale's mixtape game, if you don't know, is phenomenal, right? So One Wale, of the best. Wale literally had when the when mixtapes were like popping, popping off, like where you had to go to like Gat Piff and shit to download them hoes. Mm-hmm. Like Wale was killing it, right? He had uh, mixtape about nothing, more about nothing. He did one with Chris. Chris is on there. Oh, Summer on Sunset. Yeah, Summer on Sunset. Chris Y'all is on there. Y'all go stream that. Y'all go stream that. All his mixtapes are are actually really good. Like that, I think that's like peak Wale is when he does mixtapes. I don't know what happens when he does albums, but it never translates as well. I don't know if that's like label decisions or like him trying to like make a cohesive thing. It just doesn't work the same for me. Um, and if you look at the trajectory, like um, he's never to to me, he's never had like a complete album. Like from I can't listen to a Wale album from top to bottom where I'm like. I'm just going to listen to every song with no issues. Mm. Um, Kid Cudi's debut album, I can do that all day. Man on the Moon. I can do that with actually uh, Kid Cudi's first two albums, Mm -hmm. Man on the Moon 1 and 2. Now, I can't do that with Drake's first album. You already know how I feel about that one. Yeah. (laughs) But that's more of a preference thing. That's not like saying... You didn't have the ability to do that. Yeah, that's just more of my preference thing. Um, But... um, their trajectory went way past Wale. Like they jumped, they leapfrogged him like by a lot because mm-hmm. they they were like, like Drake is like a mega artist now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't forget about J Cole. J Cole had a huge trajectory too. Like mm-hmm. J Cole's first album was like, okay, all right, we listened to it, but we're like, all right, we want to see some more shit. Born Center, all right, he was winding up, and then you got Forest Hill Drives, and he's been like literally killing it since, um, like by a lot. Uh, feature wise, uh, everything. No one really taps Wale for features, really, other than his homies. Like, really, honestly, um, it's just it, I don't know what happened. I don't know what it what it is. I I think part of it, honestly, is him signing to Rick Ross. It was a really weird. Rick Ross was signing like everybody you could think of. Mm-hmm. Like it was really weird. He signed Rocky Fresh, Wale, Stolly. Amarion, like yeah. these are like really weird things to be happening on MMG with the type of music that Meek Mill and Rick Ross. Meek Mill made the most sense. Like yeah. I, that was like cool. I get it. They they would mesh well. But like a Wale and Rick Ross track, never never in my mind was like yeah, that's perfect. That makes sense to me. Well, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then um, a lot of people can't name Wale's albums, like you know, all the way through. Like I can because we worked with him so many times. Like uh attention deficit. Uh-huh. The next one was uh ambition. Ambition. The uh, gifted. The gifted. And then um Album About Nothing. And then Shine. Shine. And now we're here. Wow. With, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But a lot of people couldn't do that. Yeah. Shine is definitely forgotten. Like he doesn't he's gonna sell juggernaut. Like people are not like Going out there like he is a single juggernaut. Though. Yeah, he he can make a single. I mean, remember Lotus Flower Bomb? That was a movement. Paul Dancer's Fire. Yeah, those were movements, right? But like his he does he doesn't make like cohesive albums. I, uh, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know what it is. He also gets a lot of flack for his personality. Look, I, if you do, if you don't know people from the DMV area, I can get how he can rub you the wrong way. But I used to live and I grew up with somebody from the DMV area. V area. His name is Chaz French. Multiple somebody. If you don't know Chaz French. Uh, his brother, Kayvon, KK, uh, Eddie Vans, all the, I, I grew up with him. So I, when he talks, I understand what he's saying. Some people don't. Right. Um, 
but I, I, I can't attribute it to one thing, but he's definitely been left behind. Um, the biggest thing that was holding Wally back, though, to me also past the, the Rick Ross thing is he can't take constructive feedback very well. If someone tells him they don't, he doesn't, they don't like his album, he gets very offended. Um, because when this was very apparent when he dropped The Gifted, which is his worst album, mm-hmm. I'm putting that straight up on, on wax right now. His worst album is The Gifted. He, oh, go ahead. He was really keen on this album at the time, and this dropped the same day as Juicy J's album, the um, the Stay Trippy album, mm. which which you haven't heard. That's that's an awesome album. Like no lie, mm. Juicy J killed that album. So Juicy J, oh Big Sean dropped the same time as well. Um, what which one? Which album was I? I um, I think it was the second one, Hall of Fame. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. but they dropped the same time, um, and Big Sean went number one. Juicy J went number two. Mm-hmm. Then Wale was like in the top ten somewhere, but like lower near the tens. Right, and he was like really pissed that people bought those albums over his. And he was like, "You mean to tell me Juicy J made a better album than me?" And here I'm here to tell you, he did. He did make a better album than you. I didn't listen to. I listened to Big Sean. I didn't listen. I don't think I listened to. And that Big Sean album is actually not that very good. Like the Hall of Fame, it's not that good. He has well, he had just came off Detroit. Off- Detroit's fire. Yeah, but the album is like whatever. Like it's okay. That's weird. But I we we that- also had a Big Sean discussion. He doesn't make albums like the memorable albums. Like I'm not gonna go yeah. back. You're not gonna see me say, you know what? I want to. I really want to listen to Big Sean's second album right now. Never gonna say that. I will go back and listen to his first though. I can listen to Finally Famous because the production on the album. Because No ID did the first two albums, so it's like yeah. Just to, but anyways, that's another story. But I don't know. But he's definitely been just kind of like left over here on the side, um, and that's what we meant by he gets in his own way. By if any anything is said about him, or like if someone says I don't really I don't really like this album, he gets really offended by it. Um, that's part of being an artist, though. You know, some people just they put they're all into making an album. And they, once they say someone likes it, they're like, shit, well, why don't you like it? I made this the best I could. Um, but that's the thing you always struggle with. Um, but, uh, like, and uh, my, my biggest thing, the thing I could say about Wale is I like Wale, mm-hmm. but I don't love Wale's music. Like, okay, I like it, but don't love it. Um, he, he, de- he has some shit, uh, but he's never made me like, man, I need to listen to the album over again mm. to like mm. to get it now i will say though this album brings him back to more of his realm the wow that's crazy mm-hmm. it's definitely his best album in a while uh the way it flows the production on it um and kind of like the the vibe he wants it's definitely back to like the way he's supposed to be mm. um the way he he's used to sounding uh so that's good i if you're gonna listen to it, I I I would listen to this one for sure. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> um, wow, that's crazy. It's out. Go stream it. Um, not for nothing. The Cowboys are up right now, fourteen uh, to six. Yay! The Eagles just scored. Actually, like while I was saying that, they just scored. My dad just called me too. <laughs> Probably to tell me about that. <laughs> Probably, but um. 
Yeah, my uncle's at that game. Uh, you drove all the way down here to go to that game. I know, I know Ridge and uh, Davika didn't come here so they could watch that yeah. game, too. They're playing the Eagles if that's the game we're talking about. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow, when this episode releases, you'll know the final score. <laughs> hopefully, so. it's, uh, hopefully it's good. Um, yeah. I hope, hope the Cowboys win so I don't hear them whine. For the so, week. okay. I don't know if y'all remember a few years ago when that whole meme started with the Hurt Bay chick. Yeah, that was like the first glimpse we saw of like these YouTube couples doing like their counseling oh shit. Oh God! Yeah. So did you see that clip that I'm finna? Did you see? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know who this couple is. No, but don't. like, but a lot of people did, and I I was like, wow, people like actually watch this shit. But apparently, people literally watch people's yeah lives, like their couple, like the couple's lives on YouTube, which is fucking sad. But whatever. Is that me? No. I don't. There was on ESPN for some reason. There was uh, an ad playing. Oh. Yeah. But just look, it doesn't, it, it matters to me. Shorty is bad. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you whatever you want to do. The chick? Yeah, I'll do it for you. But I love you. I know it's I just, different strokes for different folks. But I just don't like, you know, they put like everything out there. Yeah. Like, and this is just a clip. And so. then, yeah, and he's like, going, that's embarrassing, bro. Yeah, this but just is, play like, it. It's hard. It's hard to, yeah. I wanted to see you do better, but I knew you wasn't going to do better with me. I knew you wouldn't, but you begged, you plead, you cried every single day in this household. You did that to me every single day. You made me feel like shit. You made me feel like shit because I did not want to be with you anymore. And that's the God honest truth. You bled, you begged, you plead, you cried for this family. You cried. I and did. I felt okay. I wanted to see you do better. So that was pretty much all that Twitter allowed us to see. I don't know. It's hard, bro. Cause I never want to see a girl cry like that. But at the same time, like I feel him. Like if I don't want to be with you no more, like. I don't want to be with you no more. Like, is that wrong? That shouldn't be wrong. But the only reason why this is bad is because it's like for the world to see. And now she's, I mean, neither one of them. I mean, they're a cute couple or whatever. They ain't gonna have no problems finding that. That's, that's the old Chris talk. This, uh, this, this Margarita getting to me because it doesn't matter how easily you can find somebody. Like once you get out of a relationship, what matters is your healing process. And this is this is this is um a new Chris. I don't even know what to call what would you call it like like uh trying to think. I don't know. But anyways, old Chris would have been like, I'm finna go get another bitch. Easy. Mm -hmm. But new Chris is really trying to heal properly this time. You know what I'm saying? So to go back to what I was about to say, I was going to say it won't be hard for either one of these people to just go find somebody new because they're an attractive couple or whatever but that's not the proper way to heal so i'm kind of torn on this one because i feel where he's coming from but at the same time i'd be like yo like i don't feel nothing i might try but i know i'm a little different i'm more like i wear my feelings on my sleeve and shit because i feel for her but i also feel for him that's a, and no. i want to just talk about dialogue not necessarily what i want to talk about the 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 situation at hand, not necessarily their situation. Like I'm just saying, that's a private conversation. 
It should never been broadcasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm 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 saying like in our perspective, like would you like not you and Shelby? Like let's just we're in La La Land. Let's make up a scenario where okay. something like this is happening with your significant other or even my significant and I'm, other. And I'm like, I'm just time for me to go. Yeah, like okay. how would would you go or would you like would you try to work it out or does it depend? Like how far are you going to be allowed to? How far are you going to allow? You to be pushed like to your breaking point, like all that. Like, I mean, if it look, uh, I she know didn't, this is tough. No, she didn't cheat or nothing, right? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what happened. Okay, all I'm going off of is this clip based off of what he said. If you were a man, like, I mean, not if you were a man, like. I think I'm talking to the listeners right now. This wine is doing something to me, bro. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little sauce. Uh, no, but like, just your, you know, you're like, okay, for instance, me, if this was me, without any context, I don't think he's, I don't think his delivery isn't harsh to me. But th in this context, because I don't know what he said before that made her start crying. Because mm -hmm. she's clearly already been crying. Yeah. But also one thing that I would like to do better in the future if I get the uh, – hopefully I don't have to break up with anybody again. Hopefully I'll find my way. <laughs> that was that ass. <laughs> um, I wouldn't do it over text or anything. It's a lot harder to break up with people in person than people like to give credit for, I feel like. Absolutely. So, um, I, I don't know, bro. I just, I just, I feel for her because that's, it's hard to get that type of truth thrown in your face, especially when you feel like you didn't do anything wrong. Like, yeah. you felt like you were just being a good partner to your person, but... You you're gonna feel how you feel regardless yeah. of how good a person treats you. Right. So for me, um, I mean, I don't know how long whatever's been going on with them, mm -hmm. but if it was, if it was something I'm noticing, I'm bringing that up first. I'm like, hey, you've been doing this. Like, I don't really feel it. Like, uh, we need to work on this. Right. Um, after I tell you, if you continually do that, then that's a problem, right? But right. if you try to if you're working on it, I see you're trying to fix it. That's a different story. If I'm at the point where, like, you know, I don't think this is really working out, like, um, I would probably sit down, like, what do you think we, we can do? Like, right. I, th whatever we're doing is not working. Like, I'm not happy. This isn't working. Um, I don't know if it's this, this, or that. What do you think? Like, we're going to have an open discussion about it. Like, do you want to keep trying it? And if, because if we, if we're, if we're in love or like we've been dating for a while, I'm going to give the opportunity, to like, let's see if we can fix it first. If we do try to fix it, and I'm still unhappy. I'm just gonna be like, no matter what what we're doing, I'm just not happy. Right. And I think it. We. I think this thing has run its course. I think right. this is over with. Right. So, I'm gonna do us both the favor and like let's jump off the train now at this stop instead of going and then we're too far on the road. Like, cause yeah. it's gonna hurt regardless. It's gonna. It's still gonna hurt my hurt me that I'm leaving. Right. But it's gonna be better for both of us in the long run because. Obviously, I, I'm feeling that I'm not happy. So if I'm not happy, I don't even know what you're feeling. Right. Because if, if I'm, I'm not happy, I know you can feel that I'm not happy. Right. So you're probably, like, even more stressed. Right. Because you're like, what the fuck can I do? So we got to jump off now. But that's that's part of growing up, though. I'm an adult. 
All right, I'm about to be 29. I don't have time to do no half-ass shit or be like, mm, sure, let's figure it out. I stay in something I'm not happy with because I'm I'm not that type of person. I'm going to tell you an issue. That's thing. That's one thing I am good at. Is if there's a problem, we'll we'll be like, oh yeah, no, nah, we'll nah. talk about it. What's the you definitely uh, go? Can I speak to your manager real quick? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just be like, yo, this is the problem. We're gonna figure figure this out, right? Um, I think that's very important. So if if you're in a situation like this that you're and you're listening to us, um, you gotta have the conversation. Like, like he said, don't text it. That's gonna even that's gonna make it way worse. Yeah. Guilty. <laughs> Just be like, look, something is not working. Yeah. We need to figure out what it is. Um, and if, and if you're still not happy, that's okay. We're human. We make, you know, we all progress in different speeds in different directions. You're not, it's not, if you're dating someone, it's not automatic that you're going to marry that person. Yeah, no. Yeah. But the point is, did you learn a lesson from this thing? Or like, did you see something or like, Boom, I really thought I was this. I wanted this, but now I see I don't. I need this instead. Like right. it'll show you something. Right. And then don't you're also holding that person back if you're just forcing y'all to stay together. Yeah. Cause they could be missing out on something else. Yeah, agreed. Um I the agree. biggest problem, especially people in our age group have, is when they have children, they settle because yeah. they have children. Right. Never get married or start a relationship just because you have a kid. Yeah. That's not good for the kid or y'all. Right. You're gonna be because once y'all break up, you're going to be bitter the rest of your life. Yeah. And y'all are stuck together. Yeah. You are that baby's mother or father. Right. So you owe it to y'all's y'all's relationship with your children to be like, yo, we had a kid. We're going to definitely do that together. But I don't think we work as a relationship. Damn. Don preaching the gospel today. You know, so um, this wasn't overnight. I've seen it. My dad's been married four times. Right. So like I've seen it all in different directions from multiple people. I know a lot of my friends have kids. Mm -hmm. I've seen people that are happy with their kids mm -hmm. and they're still going strong. Mm -hmm. I see people that have been you know, the married and then divorced. Yeah. And then, so I've seen it all at this point. Yeah. See, like you said, you seen your dad go through it. Mm -hmm. I seen my parents stick it out like through, yeah. through thick and thin. Yeah. No matter how bad my dad fucked up or, how um, unsatisfied my mom may have seemed with our, you know, financial status or her marital status, whatever. Like, they stuck it out through everything, like burying a kid, having to file for bankruptcy because my dad's company was, like, getting fucked over or whatever. Like, everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, what was their relationship founded on? Love, right? Yeah. It was, and it wasn't nothing, nothing like... I was like, you know, I think we should just get married. Like, no, nah, like, no. Nah, when they met, um, my dad told me he when my mom was like thirteen or fourteen, he went to my no, she was younger than that. She, my dad went to my grandpa. Was like, I like to date your daughter, and my grandpa was like, you can't date my daughter till she fourteen and a half or some shit. I I forget the exact number. And they've been dating ever since. That right. he waited for her, and they've been dating ever since. So, and I think that's the luxury of his time period as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but see, they, but they've been ever since, though, right? Ever since, so, like, yeah. 38 years. It was never even a question, like, right? In nah. his mind, like, this, this is it. And, that, and that's what happens when you know. Like, yeah. it's, um, it's a beautiful thing. Some people are, are scared to kind of take that leap nowadays. Yeah. With our age group, because we're like, oh, I don't want to be tied down. Because I, 
I got to do this and that. I don't think it's more be about tied down. I think everybody wants somebody if it's just somebody that they want. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounded like a lot, but it, it makes sense. But I'm I'm serious. People say they don't want to be tied down. I they think they think they're gonna be like I I'm trying to do this for myself. I'm trying to live this dream. But if I do this with somebody else, I have to live for both of us at this point. Yeah. I, but here's my thing to y'all: if you feel like getting married or getting in a serious relationship is gonna tie you down. If you're with the right person, it's going to elevate everything you do to the next level because they're going to be your biggest supporter. It's, they're going to elevate you to the next level. They're going to support you. Um, and everything you do in a relationship is very unselfish. Mm-hmm. You know, you do you do, do everything for each other, right? So yeah. um, so if I, if I was a painter, I had an art show. Shelby would be the first person there. Right. She would be telling people to come to my art show. Right. And vice versa. She doesn't know like that we don't hold each other back in any kind of capacity. I don't I don't think I don't that might be I'll put that like two, like two A, your point. Uh huh. Definitely one A, I believe in our generation. 1A. Our biggest problem is we don't wanna be played and we don't wanna let our guard down to be hurt. And I, also the stigma that oh, all men are trash. All oh, women I ain't even say I'm just saying but like but I was I've been in a relationship yeah. with women for a long time. I was like, ain't no way she not just talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whoever. It don't even matter. It, any girl, I'm gonna be in my mind because I know, like, all right. You're trying to set yourself up. Me? But not, you're not. You're not. You're, not, you're like. Yeah, like I don't want to. Like, so. Yeah, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot thinking it's just me. It's so hard to just. Because it's so easy to tell that lie. That's an easy lie to tell. Like, no, I'm not talking to nobody else. Like, that's easy. Because in your mind, you'll work up like, you. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't do this shit today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do this shit today. Um, Like, it's easy for you to, like, pull shit out of the sky when it comes to that. Like, you, you'll come up with your own reasonings on why you're technically not doing what you said you aren't doing, but you really are doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find a way to like spin that shit. So at least it, that's what I've dealt with. Like, um, in past relationships. I know a lot of people will be like, well, Chris, you just need to, you know, find better partners or whatever. And I would tell you the listener that shit's very, very difficult. All right. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not supposed to be easy, though. No, it's not. It's definitely not. And uh, honestly, I'm going to keep it like uh, all the way real. I believe I already know the woman that I'm going to end up with. Mm-hmm. Where it's just not the right time. Like you were telling Jonathan last week, it's just not the right time. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But I am getting to the point where I don't want to just, you know, um, like, a lot of relationship stuff lately. Yeah. I think we need to do like relationship episodes. Yeah. I mean, shit. We, yeah, might as well. Shit. We know enough about them. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to just fuck anybody anymore. Like, I don't want to just. You know what that is? What's that? Growth. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the air hard, bro. That's what the fuck that is. I agree. But, anyways. Long story short, the nigga shouldn't have did this shit on YouTube, all right? Like definitely not. Yeah. So <laughs> that don't air your stuff out on on like social media. Cause I see people like, I just found my boyfriend cheating on me. Here's a video of him crying in like, the car and shit. Like, yeah. Bro, cause now you look like the fool. Yeah. Well, do they? How? Explain. To me that that's foolish. Like, 
Because now you like you the one that got cheated on, and then you're also taking a double L by posting it. So people are gonna be like, well, they're gonna make fun of you for how you're doing it. Because I never see people be like, oh, I'm so sorry, sis, get better. Like they're always like, ah, you're stupid for posting this, right? Like it's yeah, it's not a is that I don't I don't I maybe it makes you feel better like you're trying to embarrass him yeah for this stuff, but that's women's like. Jay Z said that line in four four four. Yeah, like he was like he, he told Beyonce like that like don't embarrass me, and that shit always stuck with me because I'm like yeah, girl don't embarrass me. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying? So being embarrassed, and that's being like being caught cheating or whatever. Like that's embarrassing to a man's ego. Like yeah, you cheated on me like fuck or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, so me I mean. I don't I don't know about anybody else, but for me, right. I have been cheated on before. Mm. Um and yeah, it hurt, but it also was I it made it super easy. I was like, oh, we're done. Like it wasn't even like a question. I wasn't like why did why did she cheat? Like what what did I do? I was just like, Oh, this that's it. Like we there's nothing else to talk about. I can't I can't be in this when there's like this kind of d- divide between us. So I understand it was just, it was really easy. I don't, um, but I, I know if you're good, get together for like five years and then he cheats on you, that sucks. Like I, I get the pain, but don't, you don't have to broadcast it. To yeah. Everybody. You can be like, I had some really tough news today. Like I found some shit out, but you don't have to like get a video of him, you know, cheating on your ass. It's well, cheaters, that's cheaters fault. The show like, yeah, they, but I mean, that motherfucker got stabbed on TV. Some people grieve differently, or yeah. you know. So, and and then this, you know, I didn't want to talk about this this early, but um, this early, yeah. I, I don't even know if I wanted to talk about this at all, to be honest. Because only fifty three minutes in. Yeah, but it's it's going to lead me to my um, next thought. Um, okay. So, I don't know if y'all are aware or not. Um, there was a shooting in um, Arlington uh, earlier this week. His um, his name was uh, Anthony. Uh, he was a football player for Bowie. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure he was, you know, I'm sure he was a great person. I never met him personally. But um, his dad and Vince, they're like, they grew up together. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So um, when I found out that that's who he was, like, because I know his dad. Yeah. So I was like, my first thought was like, I need some answers that I got to call some people to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's no good reason this should have happened. Like, he wasn't, he met, you know, he's a kid. He was a kid. He's a kid, so whatever he was doing outside of school, like you get in trouble, you bump your, you fall, you know, whatever. But he was actually breaking the fight up. He wasn't. Oh wow. Yeah, like he wasn't trying to, you know, um, his grandpa got on the news and explained, you know, how he was, he was very protective of his football teammates and his friends. Like, yeah, he was. That's. I mean, was I like if. Thing with sports, like you're, when you're on a team, like it's yeah, you're it's like family really, or really yeah. close, yeah. So, 
you know, I uh, I started making calls or whatever, and uh, I was talking to Blaze, and um, we were just trying to figure out like what what's going on with these like kids like. Why is it seem like it's worse now than it was when we were coming up? Because it was bad when we was like still in high school. You know, you yeah. would hear about fights and maybe a shootout here or there, but not to the level where you know anybody will actually. I remember like maybe one death that I can recall as far as gun violence goes. Um, back when we, I was living with you actually uh, at your pop's house, but um. This is like it's getting different now. It's it's just different. Maybe because we're getting older and we're out of touch and they kind of lost principles along the way of like how shit's supposed to be dealt with and handled, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but ultimately I came to the idea that, you know, these kids are scared to fight because of like World Star and people recording and posting it on Instagram and Twitter and you be embarrassed for life. Not life, but a while. Maybe life. Cause uh they just re they just recirculated that video of that girl, like, who are you calling a nigga? And she was like, you, and she's like just stuck her ass. You remember? Yep. So they just brought that back up. So yeah, the girl was wrong for calling the you know, the other girl a nigga, but she gotta live with that shit every day. You know what I'm saying? Like every day. One mistake, one you might have been a whole different person then, but you still that shit still follows you for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. So imagine you're supposed to be like this badass nigga that never took an L or whatever, and you get on camera because everybody got him, and you get dropped, and that video is going to be on everywhere forever because it's on the internet. It'll always exist. <clears throat> I think people are trying to avoid that by any means. It, of course, it could be deeper. Some people are just bad shit crazy and want people dead like some people i don't know but in my mind i'm thinking these these kids i'm talking about kids like who have the rest of their lives to live for who are still in high school do not want to be embarrassed and so the first thing they do is to shoot and i don't know man it's sad because there's been so much death going on especially in arlington north arlington south arlington like there's a as Blaze said eloquently, there is a war going on in Arlington right now that nobody's talking about, but bodies are getting dropped left and right. Like, left and fucking right. I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know. I I don't know what it is, bro. Like, I, you know, it ain't nothing but nobody giving them guidance. You know what I'm saying? And telling them, like, these people aren't aware of consequences. Like, they don't fear death. They don't fear jail. Like we did when we were growing up. We feared that shit. We didn't want to go. You know what I'm saying? We did what we did, but we were aware of the consequences that came with that. And I I just don't think that they care about that shit anymore. And their bravado or their clout matters more than actual consequences. And it's sad, bro. It's sad. It's scary. But... I don't know. I ain't, I'm not saying being be scary to like leave your house or anything. I don't think these kids just running up on niggas snatching old ladies' purses and shit. But the kids that I'm speaking on, but um, it's definitely these niggas lost their principles, man. And I wish there was someone of like that could get through to them to try to like help them understand the decisions that they're making are going to ruin a lot of lives.
not just the person you decide to kill that day, but like their friends and their family, your friends, your family. You know what I'm saying? You lose two people when you decide to kill somebody, yourself and your victim. So it's like, just think about that before you act. That's all I got to say on that. That's why I said I didn't want to talk about it early. because, But RIP to this man, um, they had a winning um, record this year thus far. They canceled the game uh, this past Friday. And um, hell, <laughs> like I said, I've been knowing his dad since I was like a kid. Like he was there when I was born type shit. So. Uh, I know he's hurting right now, and I just want to pay my respects to him and his family. And um, I hope shit get better, bro, because that's just wild, bro. Like I don't want my nephews growing up in this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? This shit wild. But any, or my niece, you know, Caitlin. Even though she goes to like a preppy high school or whatever, but still, you know, it's scary, bro. Because and ain't got a phone. Because he don't know how to. He doesn't know how to ha- like. He doesn't. He ain't gonna do right with the phone, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's 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 difficult to gauge that, you know, where's he at if he's not at home because his dad works two jobs, his mom is trash. Like we don't even know where the fuck she at. So it's like, man, it, that's the type of shit that bothers me. That shit keep me up at night. It ain't, you know, oh nobody wants to be with me or nobody like. It's like, yo, it's real shit going on out here, fam, and it's and it's like. I wish that I I could be the person that be like, hey, y'all niggas chill out, man. Everything gonna be. They ain't trying to hear that from somebody like me, cause I ain't. I'm not from that. So, and they know that. They sense that on niggas. They smell that on niggas. Like, nigga, you ain't never had to make a knife out of a spoon before, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try to lighten the mood. I'm, but anyways, um. Again, RIP, man, and um, yeah, for real. Shit, man, hashtag let it stop, bro. That's never, that's never good. Never, ever, ever, ever. Oh man, if this is Joe Budden podcast, they would play outstanding right now. <laughs> to like lighten the mood, we need a mood lightning song. What song makes you happy? Well, Every we, time you we can't hear play it. music though. We got it. I can play my music. <laughs> yeah, if you want. Yeah. What song gets you hype off Chris Avelli? Off Chris Avelli? Yeah. Might as well, right? What's uh, up? Oh, okay. We're gonna play this to try to <laughs> try to uh lighten the mood. Let me cue it up right quick. Wow. We're playing Chris Avelli on here? What uh, day? We need a we need a mood lightning song, bro. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Hold on, where's this shit at? I don't even know where it's at. Hold on. It's on SoundCloud. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, produced by Super Miles? That's right. I wanted pussy and drugs Don't fit in with the gang bangers But I politic with thugs Plus my jeans fit me kinda snug So them hoes that show me extra love And they niggas hatin' well duh But they don't never holler what's up Nothing's tough But I grew up with four brothers So that make me kinda tough My nigga from the Bay I met him in 8th grade 
He had a hell of a throwing on, but he charging flat rates. So we were talking about um re-releasing this. Yeah. I'm down. I see you over there smiling. What you smiling for? <laughs> You just want to put it on streaming services, right? Yeah, I need that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ten dollars that we gonna get for this shit. Hey, ten dollars will get you a long way these days. Um, all right. So, um, you're aware of this ongoing thing beef between Waterburger and In and Out? <laughs> yeah, we you know. See, I did, you saw the beef. beef? Yeah, I got you. All right. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. All right. Oh, you saw the list. No, but oh. I, I know what you what you meant. Uh, There's a list. Yeah, they like finally. Who did this list? Um, that's my question. Damn, I didn't realize K K K nine four five. Is that a website or a Twitter person? It looks like a fucking radio like numbers. Oh, like that's a, ra- a radio station. I guess. Okay. But here's the list. What is it? Best burgers. Yeah, what? USA USA Today hails Waterburger as better than In and Out Burger. But what what is the list? Burgers, uh, just fast food burger joints. Yes. Okay. So these are the top ten burger spots as USA Today tells it. Oh, USA Today though. Yeah, uh, we got to we got to make one like. But I haven't had burgers from a lot of places though. So okay. Um, Go ahead. Habit Burger place in california have you heard of it happy no. burger um it's number one number one paul's sudden service tennessee Waterburger, number three texas if it get, come on man get this bomb or air horn or something <laughs> dog. number three uh sheets pennsylvania okay in and out burger california which is five quaker steak and lube yeah pennsylvania <laughs> quaker steak and lube that sounds nasty a little freaky. <laughs> uh, cookout, North Carolina. Have you heard of it? Yeah, we, we went when I we went to Charlotte. I, I've been to Cookout many times. You went or did I go with you? No, I didn't go. Nah, but it, I've been to Cookout numerous times. So what else they got there? It's like literally the concept is like getting food at a cookout. So like uh, they have what's called the cookout plate. You get an entree, you uh-huh. get two sides, but their sides are like bananas. Like you can get like a quesadilla as a side. You can get chicken nuggets as a side. Oh, that's what's up. Um, but yeah, they, you can get a regular burger, double burger. Uh, Did you have the burger? Yeah, it's straight. Is it number seven in the United States, though? I don't know. Okay. Because I've had some good burgers. Okay. But, but I love cookout those. Okay. They also have 40 shake flavors, so that's fire as well. Okay. I'm not a big yeah, shake we, guy. But... Davika and Ridge were, like, really excited to go there. Like, oh, y'all went? Yeah, we all, we all went, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Um, So cookout was number seven. Number eight, Crystal's Baby, Georgia. <laughs> Crystals is fire though. They took them all out of Texas though. They did. Yeah. Cause that one it used to be that car wash. Mayfield. Yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Culver's? Clover's? Yeah, Culver's. Culver's, Wisconsin. And uh We have those here. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Biscuitville, North Carolina. Have you been there? Biscuitville. We have those are like if you want to find them here, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, okay. But yeah. I never had a Biscuitville burger because I get the breakfast biscuit. Oh but. biscuit. That makes sense. <laughs> That's a top 10. That's USA Today. That's a weird list. That is a, a weird very list. Very fucking weird list. But Whataburger's number three. That's all I give a fuck about. That's, that's, a, that's a very strange list. I get a number two from Whataburger or Chicken Strips. They took away my favorite burger. So Which one's that? A1 Thinking Hardy. 
Oh, yeah. See, I've come in my adulthood, I realized I'm not a messy eater. So even when I made the Rotel, I got a spoon to eat that shit with the chips and all. Like, I wasn't finna be picking through that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that A1 Hardy's burger. The chicken strip sandwich is fucking that, I, I don't get a mess. it. I don't get it that, that often, That shit falls though. apart, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. And the barbecue sauce all over my white tea, dog. That shit is a mess, boy. Piss me off, bro. That mushroom burger's fire, though. See, I'm not big on mushrooms. I love mushrooms, but that mushroom Swiss. Now the that drug. patty melt, though. <laughs> the patty melt. I never had that. The patty melt's great. And you, Oh, man. Whataburger's french fries don't get talked about enough, but they really hold they, up. They have to be fresh, though. Yeah, they if have they to be don't, fresh. If they're not out the fryer, they're going to suck. Yeah. But if they get you the hot and crispy fries, yeah, they're going to yeah. crunch every time yeah, you buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whataburger fries are fire. Can't yes, go wrong with Whataburger fr- uh, yes, fries. Yes, sir. Um, oh, I found another thing. I think we were on the phone or I was with you when I found this. I just thought it was interesting. I think we were on the phone because I found the top, like, drugs for each state. Remember? No, we, that was where we were driving to Houston. Oh, really? Yeah, you showed me all the list. Okay, this is a little wild to me because, <laughs> you know, I know a thing or two about I'm not condoning any of these drugs, but it is a, it's a very interesting list. It's interesting just to see how they are getting. I actually want to know how they're getting this news, to be honest. <laughs> like, how are y'all figuring this out? Acquiring minds want to know. Uh... <laughs> Arlington, Texas, listed among 10 cities with the most methamphetamine use in the United States, according to the AAC. That one surprised me. I don't know anybody. No, I know. I I knew. Even when my dad was a drug dealer, he didn't sell meth. Yeah, I knew knew two people that done it. Maybe three. I know three people that done it. No, maybe that done it, but. Not like, like, but that's three people. Yo, let of, me get some meth, bro. Yeah. Like I've never like that. I thought that was like a New Mexico, like the Arizona type shit, right? Well, it's big in Arizona, right? Arizona yeah. looks like New England, Oklahoma, Cal, uh, Fresno, California, okay. Nevada, Tulsa, 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 Oklahoma. Yeah, that's fucking random. Wichita, I think. But these the, the states are so small, I can't see this shit. Wichita's in Kansas. Just tell me the city, I'll tell you what states. Arlington. Texas. And uh two two Tucson, Arizona. That's where yeah. my mom lives. Yeah. And um they got the heroin. We're not on this list at all. And this was a little bit better than that one. I guess because that's the one they screenshot it. Um what you got? Omaha. <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska? Any, right? Yeah. Yeah. Omaha, Indianapolis, Columbus, Nashville, Oklahoma, Tulsa. Those are all college towns. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Kansas City, Memphis, and Wichita. Wow. It's all college towns. Heroin. (laughs) That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. They got to get that shit done. Hey, that shit's no joke, guys. Like, heroin is no fucking joke. Yeah, it's no joke. So, Uh, cocaine. A little bit, a little lesser on the list I'll, to me. <laughs> like, like in, in, in severity, like, uh, yeah, I think coke well, is no, safer. Meth and heroin will yeah, wreck ruin. your body way faster than yeah. coke. But coke messes with your, your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Mesa? Mesa. Mesa, Arizona. Uh-huh. Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha is just fuck it. I need to go to Omaha. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City, uh, Las Vegas, 
Tulsa. Well, well Vegas makes sense. Uh, Wichita, Kansas, Colorado Springs, Kansas, or Colorado Springs, Kansas, Colorado. Um, Tucson. How you say it? Tucson. Tucson. Tucson, man. Arizona, <laughs> and Fresno. Marijuana. What? Oh, who cares? No, California is not. California is not on this list. This is an inaccurate list. The, is it talking about illegal top use? ten cities with the most marijuana use? Yeah, but is it illegal use? Is what they're trying to figure out. State population? Nah, I mean it didn't specify. What's on the list then? Um, Nebraska, Arizona, <laughs> Oklahoma, uh, Minneapolis, Indianapolis. Arizona, Kansas, Oregon, Nashville, Oklahoma. I, these they just remixing this shit. It's the same list <laughs> with Texas in it. They basically with, saying in Omaha, Nebraska, people get down. That's what they say. I'm right? going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going, going. Yeah, I'm going. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but that was the list. It's very interesting, bro. You. I wonder how they accumulated these numbers. That's what I want to know. Some <laughs> some brave soul just jumped every city. They were like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm getting you got it. dirty. I would like one weed, please. Yeah, <laughs> like one weed, please. Type shit. Um, I'm out the list. I guess we can get into some Marvel talk. You want to talk about some Marvel shit? I'm always down to talk about Marvel. Yeah, I know that was a trick question. Um, so from what it says here, Kevin Feige just added another title to his Marvel resume. Yes, you know what it is. Oh. You want you want the audience Wait. to guess? Oh damn! Did I do this wrong? I don't know. I did. Damn. Oh no, I didn't. Android baby. Um. Now, if you don't know, Kevin Feige like green lights all the Marvel shit. He's the executive producer of all the Marvel films. Of he's basically the executive producer of Marvel Studios, and now he's also head of Star Wars as well. Uh, in addition to being president of Marvel Studios. Yep. yep. Feige is now the chief creative officer For Disney, right? at the company and will oversee all creative and storyline initiatives. They were just speaking solely on Marvel. Oh, yeah, but he's also, they're yeah. putting him ahead of Star Wars as well. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how that's going to play out, to be honest. I wonder, like we said last week, just tell new stories. Yo, that, but that that man, Boba Fett shit, not Boba Fett, but um, I dog. That show on Kevin, Fe- Kevin Feige, like he, the way he envisions his things will help a lot. Like, yeah, I think he'll definitely be like, "Yo, y'all need to tell some other shit." Luckily, yeah. luckily they're ending that shit this, this year, Christmas. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I told Vince that, and he was like, "Nigga, shut up." I was like, "For this story, it's over." Like, they finna yeah. do some new shit. Yeah, yeah. Let um, it breathe, man. There was something else. I had on Marvel. Yeah. It was about Thor again, but it was something else that I saw. I know they said that they were people were asking if uh, he's gonna lose weight in the next one. Oh, uh, <laughs> the director, what's his name? Taika Waititi. Yeah, considering uh, Mighty Thor breast cancer comic storyline. Yeah, because Jane Foster. Because Jane Foster was Thor. Uh, they, it was a woman Thor, but no one knew who it was. So we took the helmet off. Basically, the. The powers would keep was keeping her alive while she had cancer. Ah, okay. I she think eventually, that she eventually did succumb to cancer in the comic book, though. Oh, uh, she, uh, he said. I think that's a very powerful part of the books. Personally, I really love that storyline. So, yo, it's it's <clears throat> it's intense because like when you find out she takes it off and she just like gets skinny like immediately because the cancer returns. Yeah. returns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. 
That was yeah, it was like because there was unworthy Thor and the hammer went to her mm. separately. Yeah. I like her as an actress though. Uh V for Vendetta, Star Natalie Wars. Portman. Yeah. There was a movie she cut her hair. Oh, that was V for Vendetta. Right? She kind of was like bald. And then she cut her hair in that movie. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Natalie Portman. I didn't know she wasn't American. Canadian, right? She's something. It's weird. <laughs> uh, These Canadian. But I don't know. You can look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look it up later. We don't have a um a Nardward. What is he called? The human what? What, encyclopedia or something? No, it's like it starts with an S. Human so, so, I don't know. That's another thing I gotta Google. My God. Oh man. This saddens my heart, man. I don't know how you feel about this. What? But Pharrell just did a GQ cover or some shit. The new masculinity one? Yeah. I I don't with like that, that. With that comfort comforter that he has on? Yeah. I don't <laughs> like that shit, bro. The, but, the title? Yeah. I don't like I don't like that shit, bro. Yeah. I I think I know what he was going for, but the title is very aggressive. I just felt like he was pandering because that's what people want to hear now. I know he's always been about women and women's rights and no, yeah, all but like that, I said, but I, I know what, like I said, I know where he was trying to go with it. Nigga, we, there's not one man alive that didn't fuck with Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or as far real. as, huh? Or Pharrell. Or Pharrell. Like, even Pharrell, like Pharrell might be seen as a little not masculine at times or whatever, but we still fuck with you. Yeah. You get this nigga fed bitches cereal out of a bowl in the video. They all use the same spoon. All use the same spoon. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> we want to be like you, but we not as pretty as you, nigga. Like, don't do that, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that's a very aggressive title. Very aggressive, bro. <laughs> I, I automatically said pandering. There was nothing else yeah. that came to mind but pandering. I, and I hate I that. I do for wonder real. if he knew that was the title of that article. Probably not. Yeah. But I mean, I I have the article and the questions. Does that he bring were, that up? Um, because I never, I didn't read it. I saw the cover and I I moved on. But he, this is one of the quotes. Some of my old songs, I would never write or sing today. I get embarrassed by some of that stuff. It just took a lot of time and growth to get to that place. I think blurred lines opened me up. I didn't get it at first because there were older white women who, when that song came on, they would behave in some of the most surprising ways ever. <laughs> and I would be like, wow, <laughs> they would have me blushing. So when they started to, when, so when there started to be an issue with it, lyrically, I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? There are women who really like the song and connect to that energy and it, get, and it just gets you up, which is true. And I know, uh, and I know you wanted women seeing those kind of lyrics all the time. So it's like, what's rapey about that? Let me put a pin. Okay. So you have some women who are comfortable with being free and sexualized and all that stuff. Of course. And yeah. other women don't, and that's fair. But don't like go all the way to one side. And like kind of box, yeah, cast away the people who like you for that or appreciate you for that, rather. Mm -hmm. Like, they like that song, like, let that song be what that song was. Y'all didn't have a problem with it when y'all had two, y'all made two versions of the video, yeah, of Blur Lines. One, all the women were naked, and the other ones, they're not, yeah. And allegedly, well, not allegedly, when Robin Thicke was married to Paula, yep. 
she told him to do the video like that. That was his wife, the uh, non-nudity or nudity video. So I'm like, I don't like that because I know we're in a weird place right now and everybody's supposed to be like PC and supposed to make everybody, all the right people happy, but that's bullshit for real. This is the only bullshit thing I've ever seen you do. So you're getting a super pass from me. I know other people might not feel that way or they may feel like I'm being a dick, but that was pandering, bro. That's all that was. Like, I don't, that's just whack, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the time period we're in. We're a super sensitive and everything. Like I said, everything's a think piece. We said that already many times before. Yeah, everything's a freaking think piece, man. We always want to re, uh, you know, overanalyze things. You want to get into that Junior Rodriguez stuff since we talk about overanalyzing? Or is that something to <laughs> touch on? Uh, I didn't put it in my in my docs, but we could talk about it. I don't care. So you want me to play the clip or we don't need to play? It's it's not very long. It's just um, she said that niggas give her heebie jeebies. And R- Regina, what's her name? It's Gina Rodriguez. I was going to say Regina. So, so Gina but she was singing the the Fuji, Fuji song, right? Yeah, Laura Hill. But she so okay. I know everybody's there's there's two huge sides to this argument. Mm-hmm. People want people to, uh, you know, keep the same energy with, like, Fat Joe, Jennifer Lopez when they said it. Um, Cardi and then, B. Cardi B, and then people are, are not, not actually, like, African-American. Some, there. I, I mean, I know people personally that are, like, you know, don't say it no matter what, mm-hmm. as long, if you're not black. Mm-hmm. They know people who are, like, way looser with it, right? Um, what, I don't even know why I'm the one saying this, but... Uh, <laughs> Speaking mind, bro. I, I don't say it when because uh, I I just came to the the conclusion like there one I don't even want to say it like I don't know why it's such a big thing that white people want to do to be like it ain't even it's not the white people as much as Hispanic people yeah but no no but I'm saying like you know how like when you tell a white person they can't say the word they're like but why not they get really offended you know they like it's because you tell them they can't do something right. Um, and then growing up in in Texas, going to high school here in the South, but the Hispanic crowd I knew did say the word a lot. Yeah. And then I didn't get no, I, we didn't have no friction in high school about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there really wasn't mm-hmm. between the blacks and Hispanics about the N word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely become more apparent nowadays. Um, with with all the all the different coasts and everybody coming together on Twitter. Um, but I think the biggest problem with this one is because she's had such a rough patch talking about women of color so far. Mm-hmm. She's definitely got into some tiffs. Um, I don't know if you know about all of them. Uh, I do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, before she was talking about the, that Hispanics get paid less than black women, which mm-hmm. was actually untrue. Um, and then she cut off, uh, the Yandi, uh, her name, right? Uh, yeah, the the uh, oldest daughter from uh, Blackish. Yeah, Yandi, right? Yes. She has her own show now. Yeah, but she was in. They were in that movie uh, Abdominal together. Uh-huh. Abdominal Snowman. Uh, she cut her off um, when she was talking about and and stuff like that. So she's yeah. definitely rubbed women of color the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and now she does this. And her apology seemed dry. No, her, and okay, so the, I had more issue with the apology than everything. Right. Because she basically was like. I'm sorry I was singing to a song, but if it offended you, yeah. I apologize. Like, yeah. basically, basically very condescending and like, yeah. bitch, y'all are mad about me singing a song. The 
the point is, was basically like the black community have already told you, keep our name out your mouth. Right. Just stop. Right. Okay. Do whatever you want for like for your movies or whatever. Like just stop. You know, we thought you learned your lesson by like bringing up women of color. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to like just openly post a video of her just saying the word. Yeah. That, that was bold. Yeah, I, I know she was singing along to a song, but I think the point was, because the stuff with Fat Joe, Jennifer Lopez, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh-huh. Um, but the, that's the two biggest arguments I've seen is like, a lot of people are like, y'all weren't, y'all, y'all got to keep it fair, like to that stuff. But I think they have been drilling her for a while now. Yeah. And then she just openly does this. I think it was just well, like, yo, okay. I feel like, well, this isn't my feelings on it, but as far as the Fat Joe, J-Lo, Cardi B thing goes. Yeah. I think why they got a pass, well, the perception is because they've been down for the community since they've been in music or whatever. Like, that was the, you know, the whole sense is I I was getting from Twitter when I was reading these comparisons. But you've seen the arguments I've seen, right? Yes, 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 yes. But... Look, it's okay. Look, this is the thing. When anybody, okay, to, okay, let me break okay, this down. Fir- first up, okay, tell me how you feel about her, and then as a, okay, as a black man, tell me how you feel about the word. I don't want anybody who isn't black saying it. Okay, okay, perfect. That counts for anybody, Hispanic, whatever. Yeah, no, I don't. So want... So if you heard Cardi B say, you'd be like, "Yo, relax." But see, that they're just. <sighs> When she first came up, like last year, that's when all this like la- black Latina stuff started surfacing on Twitter, where they were showing like how the slave ships did all this and why people ended up here and okay. how it bothers me because on one foot, these Twitter activists will say everything started in Africa, sure, and then on the other foot, I don't care if. Your great grandmother was a black Puerto Rican, whatever. Like you're mm-hmm. not that, or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's so many generations removed. So I yeah, because you don't live the black experience. Yeah, okay. I stay out of that argument because that ain't that's not where my fight is. My fight is with the word nigga. In general, I'm ignorant, so I say nigga. I'm from the south, like. <laughs> Like nigga yeah. is just some nigga is somebody's name at this point. Like whoever I <laughs> whoever I look at and point at your nigga today. You know what I'm saying? He calls me that too. Yeah. Just so you know, everybody, I, Jesse, uh, yep. his everybody. I call everybody Ridge. a nigga. Ridge. I'm sorry if that offends y'all, but that's just how I roll. They don't say it back. They'll answer to it though. <laughs> like that's fine. But anyways, this is my thing about nigga, right? All right. Shout out to uh, John Doe because he was the first person that I I remember seeing say this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They he said okay. He always makes really good points. He does. He said that the slave owners, you know, masters rather, took away us from our homes, our families, our loved ones, our our culture, our customs, and they gave they stripped us of everything, and they. Gave us Christianity. Like, they taught us Christianity. Like, we didn't know about that. That was a a Four white concept. thing. Okay? Yep. So, mm-hmm. if you if you are picking up what I'm trying to lay down, we maybe at this point, maybe it's okay. It's something to think about, 
why are black people Christians if you know the history? But why do black people say nigga if we know the history? Right. You want to own that like we own Christianity, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. I personally just don't choose to invest my energy in those arguments. Sure. But I do agree with what he's saying. A hundred thousand percent. Maybe it's because how I was brought up, taught my parents, we got baptized, we're Christians. Like, that's what that's what it was. Like, I even told my dad, like, yo, when I die, I want to get cremated. And he was just like, no, nah, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. You're going in the ground, six feet. You know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, all right. It's just going against what's tradition at sure. this point. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So they call this niggas. <laughs> really, that's a white person's word. You know what I'm saying? We don't own that. We we took ownership of that word and Flipped we it. wore it. Yeah. But if you really want to get all scientific about the shit and break it down and do mad science, then we shouldn't be saying that shit either. Because that was a word that degraded us, that they said when they whipped us, when they raped us, when they made us fight and kill each other. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what are we really talking about? If you're going to say nigga, say nigga. Just don't say it around the wrong nigga. That's that's where I'm at with it. Like, honestly. Don't say it around the wrong nigga. Okay. That's so, really all I can say. So how you feel about her now? But I, wait, let me let me finish this thought. I do respect all my friends and peers because we are the ethnicities. I do appreciate my friends for not saying it. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a thought. Like, if I do say nigga, I'm not expecting Dalton to say nigga back. You know what I'm saying? Like... Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> like, nigga, how you gonna borrow a fry? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not expecting that from Dalton. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not expecting that from him. So, like, it's not even a thought. I don't even think about it. But when I'm out, like, at Whataburger or anywhere, like, Mexicans in there, that's just flying. It's flying. And my first thought is, like, like I went with Ridge recently. Mm-hmm. We were just sitting in there waiting for our food. Nigga, 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 nigga. And Rich was like looking like, ugh. Like, yeah. It's like, this is rough. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, we're so outnumbered. We tell one of these niggas not to say nigga, we're getting jumped. Point blank. Maybe not. I don't know what would have happened if we would have been like, hey, can y'all not say nigga, please? At least while I'm here or something, I feel offended. I don't know. So I don't even choose to throw my hat in there. I might not be the wrong nigga to not say nigga too. I don't know yet. I've never been called a nigga by anybody that's not a nigga, so sure, okay. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel just yet, but them just freely calling each other nigga, I I don't know, man. Just don't say it around the wrong nigga. I'm, that's a fair warning. That's a fair, or don't say it to the wrong nigga. Mm-hmm. That's better. But as far as um, what's her name, Gina? Yeah, I used to love. I, I loved. I loved Jane the Virgin, man. First season, I was like, I'm all for this. She was cute and. She was struggling in there, like trying to find her place. She ended up getting piped down by the Playboy philanthropist dude or whatever. I was like, okay. But now it's like she's too problematic. But I I do question maybe she wants to fit in so bad that she's overstepping her boundaries mm-hmm. as far as her feeling like her culture has a proper seat at the table, at this metaphorical table that we all want to sit or everybody, want, people want to sit at. Yeah. Maybe that's her intentions. I don't know. But she keeps doing it. 
Right. So maybe she's pandering too. <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that's because th- I think I think it's the point that everybody was missing. Is like it's just the the list of stuff that she's done. I think it's just like she's been talk. Like I said, she's talked to the 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 women of color for a while now. Yeah. And she's gotten the bad side. So I think this was like just the the tip the tipping point for that shit. Like yo. We done told your ass already. Right. Relax, bro. Yeah. Now you want to say the N-word on Instagram Live like it's no fucking big deal? So I think that's where the most of the anchor stems from. It's just like, yeah. yo, you're you're not listening. You're not getting the point. Because I've also seen people like, like remember Brother Nature, his stuff come up like, it was like, but he was like 15. Yeah. And oh, they were like, I, I didn't know nothing came up about him. Yeah, it was like a while ago, but he, he was saying shit. When he was 15, everybody was like, yo, he was 15. Who gives a fuck? Right. This man's, like, doing great shit now. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it. Bitches love animals. But yeah, but also, like, <laughs> but, it, like, you know, he, he he was, like, a freshman, right? Now he's he's a grown man. Yeah. Doing, like, shit. So, like, yeah. he's not the same person. Right. But uh, hers is a little bit more frequent, and it's now. Yeah, it's when now. everybody's it's supposed like, to be woke. Right now, it's not like it's, it's not like he was like, "Oh, I covered Gina Rodriguez's tweets when she first got on Twitter." Like, right, who gives right, a right, fuck right. about that shit? Right. Um. Everybody, the Twitter was Twitter was wild, wild west when it first started, bro. What? So, Man, yeah. I mean, we were on tour. Twitter was a wild place. Oh, it was a very wild place. There was no offense. Everybody yeah. was talking shit about everybody. Yeah, but. The the last thing I'm gonna say about it because I am white, so I don't have a lot of weight in this ring. But it, like, if anybody of color tells you not to say it, just don't just don't, say it. don't fucking say it, bro. Respect respect their culture and their because it's <sighs> it, the word isn't mine, right? And and I don't know why I want to use it in the first place. Uh, Does it change anything? <laughs> my question to you though, yeah, is how long do we give people to stop saying it around us before it becomes an issue? Like say we had a, a homeboy that said it yeah, and we all talked to him. Like I, I would have been like, Hey man, so don't, don't say right. that. Okay. I'm so if he and, does, if he, and we broke it down, like, Hey bro, like this is why you shouldn't say it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. The point, I don't even think you need have to break it down. Like just, Hey, I real feel really comfortable if you just don't say that around us right now, like around us ever. We, you shouldn't say that word when you're with us. Right. If you have people that you like on the side that you that are okay with it, that's fine. But when you're with us, don't say that word. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like how it should right after that conversation. I don't know, man. That's kind of especially if it's something you say every single day. Like how are you expecting? But them if to if, just... if we see that he's trying, okay, and he slips. That's up, what oh, I was getting at. If he that's says what like, I'm if he's oh, I'm I'm bad, bro. Yeah. I, it slipped out. Like okay, that's okay. What I'm getting that. All right, bro. Yeah. Like. We know you're working on it, but if he if we if we like, hey, please don't say it. And then like, he's like, I got you, bro. And then ten minutes later, like, bro, we did we plus, literally just told plus, you. Plus, plus, I feel like um, the '90s were a little bit more like um, wild. The '90s was a wild, wild west, like comedy. <laughs> yeah, just dialogue back then. There was no censorship. In yeah, the 90s. so nigga, for us, like that shit's ingrained in my brain. Like, sure, I didn't know how to spell this shit. I knew how to say it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's. I just feel like I, I would, I would, I would hope that people, when they do confront people that are not black, um, and telling them like, yo, like, chill out on saying this. You know, give them a little time to actually let that 
start working in their brain. And I feel like you do need to tell people why they don't need to say it because that got lost in context. Like nobody explains like, sure, but you know I, what I'm saying? But I, but also on the, on, on the same coin, if you, my friend, if you told me not to say something, I'd be like, okay, he doesn't feel comfortable with it. I don't, I don't need to know why. Just, I don't, just like, like if I have gay friends and they're like, why is it? I'm sorry. Why is every time somebody call me, my dad's name pops up on my watch? Your dad name? Pop- yeah. I don't know, fam. Hey. Did you get out? I'm sorry? Did you did you go to the podcast? I'm, I'm actually here now. You're alive. <laughs> oh, hey. I was just going to say you be safe because this weather is stupid. Oh, is it? We can't even see outside our window right now. We got it blocked, so we don't know. Yeah. I just got in the bathroom because that's how bad the wind was cutting. Really? Yeah, for the next hour, it looks like. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for the heads up. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Who's that? Mind your business. I know. I'm not going to. I'll ask you afterward. <laughs> yeah, just ask you afterward. <laughs> okay. But, um. No, no. It, was, it was corn. It was corn. Okay. But, uh, no, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if I had, you know, if you have a lesbian or a gay friend, right? Like, uh-huh. Um. Oh, that's a good one. You know, and then they tell you not to say something. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I got you, man. I'm. I i did not mean to offend you. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna say it again. Yeah. I don't need an explanation. They said they don't feel comfortable. Like, if you, if I didn't, if you said, but see that. Mm, I'm glad you hit that because. Oh shit! What I that in. that is that's a really good point. They want us, and this is fair. I get it. I'm more. I'm a people's person, so I understand. Okay. Just like nigga was ingrained in our heads in the 90s, so was faggot. Faggot? Yes. Everybody said faggot. Like, you faggot? Like, faggot was a thing. I, it was a thing. Like, Adam people Sandler. Say gay, people said gay way more than faggot for me. Or that's gay. Me, faggot, yeah. faggot was a little, faggot was a little, yeah, like, they would be edgy. Like, they, they would be like, yeah, faggot was edgy. It was all, but but niggas like, edgy, too. Why don't cut the same way? Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> but when, I, when I grew up, people were like, that's gay. They yeah, gay. Like, they yeah, wouldn't be like, gay. you faggot. Like, yeah, they would be like, yeah, that's yeah, gay. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what they would say. For some reason, faggot does cut harder than nigga. I don't understand. It sounds harsher to me. And right. I think it's because you know, y'all use it as like a. I mean, a, ter- a term of like, endearment. Like yeah, that's yeah, homie. Yeah. Like, but if yeah. you say faggot, you're like, that's there's no. There, hey, that's my faggot. Like, no one says that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's yeah. like, yo, you're meaning this to be derogatory. Yeah, right? I understand so, that. Um, but if it's, I mean, if I if you know, uh, that's what you should do is is just people is be like, hey, <laughs> don't sorry. say this. What? I'm thinking about I'm thinking about what Dave Chappelle was like. There's no way <laughs> you can say the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, all jokes aside. Um, God, that was such a good stand up. That was Fuck. a really great stand up. Damn, he put his foot in that shit, man. Sticks and stones on Netflix, man. I'm watching that shit when I get home. If I get home, shit, this shit look like went to the bars outside. We're gonna be fine. Yeah, I know. I'll get you home. You already know. <laughs> We just gotta take the scenics. Um, but yeah, man, this is a great conversation. I don't want to die off of it just yet, but you're right. Same way you have a gay or lesbian or bi or anybody in the LGBTQ community. Just any, if any, really any community other than the white community, who who gives a fuck about what we think? Um, uh, that's the thing, man. I think it's just, just biting out here, man. Dave Chappelle has a lot of good points about exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah, he does. 
Um, and that stand up, you haven't seen it? Well, definitely watch it. That one and his um, the ones he dropped like two years ago on the, the, the first, first two. He, the first because he had so the one where he's sitting down in the comedy club is more of a discussion. Yeah, that, that was not about, as funny. Yeah. yeah, that was about uh the um the iceberg yeah. slim. Yeah, like yeah, that's such book. a dope name, bro. It is golly. <laughs> um, but um, he said basically like. With Rachel Dolzen or whatever, the oh. white bitch that was okay. That's a whole different matter, yeah, right? But, but but he said that she was biting because she said she identified. She always felt like she identified as a black woman. Right. So Dave was like, "You're biting." So it's just a lot of people with a lot of the think piece era. Like everybody has their feelings and all that. Sure. I just I, I just say be respectable as you can. And 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 if yeah, where, if, where you can't be respectable, it is flicker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where you can't be respectable, be ready to catch those hands. Like that's it. Like that's been the law of the land since the land before time. Three, my nigga, with Ducky and all them. I, like if someone tells you not to say something, just don't say it. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. It's it's really simple. It's it's we could tie it back to the relationship thing if. They don't want you to do something. Just don't do it, bro. I climbed 17 floors today. There you go. I'm trying to get this fit. Workout. 7,000 steps. Got about 300 more to get to that. Uh, or is it 3,000? Is it 3,000? Yeah, 3,000 to 10,000. Yes. I need 10,000 steps a day. Oh, you way off, boy. You ain't getting no 3,000 steps by the end of the day. Shit. Just walk around your room. I'm going to do something. <laughs> Walk up and down the stairs. I'm going to run across somebody, mine. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> okay, we're at out of four, hour 40. You got anything else? You can hit the gadoosh if you want it. I'm running things. <laughs> I always forget what these things are, yeah, man. Yeah, we got to tape. We got to, like, do the tape little names? tape. names? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but, but. I'm trying to, trying to see. <sighs> All right. All right, man. This is the last thing. Uh, and the only reason why I found the police chief in Fort Worth, he spoke on um a, a Tatiana. Is that is that how you say it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, know the exact uh, I want to say a Tatiana Jefferson. Yeah, no, Miss Jefferson. Yeah, Miss Jefferson's um, uh, case or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was speaking on it, and uh, the first piece of news that came out was that the officer that shot her um, resigned. Yep. Then the next piece of news was he turned himself, or he was arrested, and um, the police chief had did like a press conference this week. And uh, I found the clips. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the clips is because I know you can't really gauge how sincere somebody is, but I'm on the fence about it. So I'm going to play it, and I want you to tell me how you feel about, like, was this genuine or was he just doing his job up there, you know? Okay. Just by his voice? Yeah, you know. Okay. And what he says. The mouthpiece is... I don't have any officer saying this action should not have been taken against this individual, this officer. I'm getting the complete opposite response. Chief, thank you for being quick and decisive. This is going to help heal us. Um, 
the officers are hurting. I've, I've been out there on patrol, and since this occurred, and it's the officers, they, they come up and hug, and, and it's very emotional because the officers, they try hard every day to try to make this city better. I likened it uh, yesterday to some of our officers that are out there every weekend and, and most weeknights that, that they're out there trying to build these relationships and I likened it to a bunch of ants building a, an ant hill and then somebody comes with a hose and washes it away and they just have to start from scratch and build it. I think that's going to be all. Thank you. The Mariah. Well, I have another clip. Hold on. That was it? That, that was 58 seconds. Okay. I told us incidents like this are why they do not trust Fort Worth police. What do you tell them in the future? Because they still have to live here. I tell them I get it. I nobody looked at that video and said there's any doubt that this officer acted inappropriately. It, I get it. We're, we're trying to train our officers better. We're trying to shore up our policies, and we're trying to ensure that they act and react the way that the citizens intend them to. That they act and react with a servant's heart instead of a warrior's heart. That last line got me that they act with a servant. So the first, the line. second video played, uh-huh. said I'm more sincere than the last one. Okay. Because I really felt like he meant that they need to act with a servicer, like a service heart instead of a warrior heart. Right. Like, I felt like he was like, yeah, like, yeah we got to do better on that. Right. But that shit where he was like, the the anthill analogy. Yeah, like he was just. It's hard and he was trying to get choked up and shit. Because this is part of his job, regardless. Yeah. I mean, the mayor yeah. wrote a letter. I don't know if you saw that one, too. No, I didn't. Yeah, the mayor of Fort Worth wrote a letter and was like, she was basically like, this is unacceptable. Like, there, she was like, there's no doubt this is like... Murder. Yeah, she was like, there's no doubt this is a problem. I'm already working with the police department to get a full investigation going. Like, we're going to figure out what, 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 what verbiage is going on that they thought this was okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, she wrote, she was like... I know we've lost your trust. I know we lost a bunch of things, um, but I hope y'all work with me to build it back up. I wish I took <clears throat> note of that pastor. I think he was a pastor. Yeah, you know he the was big, going, the he strong, was going in, bro. Yeah, I wish I took note of his name and committed him, be commended him because the things he was speaking and man, how we need to protect our women. If we don't protect our women, who gonna protect them? And you know, um, we need to fight tooth and nail to make sure that this nothing like this happens again. Like he was, he was saying the right thing at the right. Like that was divine. He, he was like be, God he, spoke. God was speaking through him. Yeah, because he was being very real. He was like, "Y'all think we gonna be passive forever? Like yeah. it's not gonna work." Yeah. Like, and I believe that nigga. Yeah. No. No. I'm so saying like, <laughs> like I know he he's tired. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell by his everything. He was. Yeah. He's just sick of this shit. Yeah. As we all are. Yeah. Any any person with a right mind is tired of this bullshit. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of race. Like, we are yeah. sick and tired of people in our own communities, especially right now in the DFW. Yeah, it's crazy. It's never, like... It, I've never, I, like, I as as growing up, I've never experienced anything like this where, like, constantly, every week, there is someone every week getting fucking killed for some dumb shit. Yeah. In my own community. It's fucking crazy. And we... It's not even that... I'm scared that it might happen to me. Like, I'm scared that I can never do anything to prevent it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Jonathan was trying to ask you last week, like, 
if you would stand in front of I don't I don't think that's the way to do it. I don't think that's how you handle that. Yeah, cuz I mean, <clears throat> I would save your life, but I'm not saving everybody else's. Yeah, and that's not the way to go about it. Yeah, I feel we're, like we we need to find a way to assist, like this I, I hate the the cliche, but we have to tear the system down and rebuild it. it yes, has, bro. It, it, it's it, been I, in place since this country I, was and I, and made. I, and I remember my, I made this point a long like a couple episodes like a while ago on this on this very podcast. The principles of this nation was built in 1776. That's what Kanye was trying to say. Okay, we're not. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. He done lost the support go of the, go everybody. Ahead. We're not bringing him up. As soon as I said that, that was like, yeah, that's the, yeah. But no, He's the wrong person. Yeah, but, but 1776. But, but the principles this nation was founded on was not about anybody of color. Yeah. Not about anybody else. Not women. No, nothing. It was about white men. White men. On, That's on, it. So, and they've stuck with these principles till now. Like you think, if a company, when a company starts, if a company starts in the fifties, and now they're in the two thousands, right? Technology is way different, so they have to change yeah. how they do business. Yeah. Our country is the only one who doesn't change how we do business. Yeah. And the, motherfuckers, we, ha- we we have to fight tooth and nail to get them to change <laughs> shit. The, the, the Mem- loud. Remember the civil rights movement? Yeah. Like they had to, I can't believe that was it. Why is that even a thought process? Yeah. Like you have to, you treat somebody inhumanely because their skin is different and we have to fight to get that put into a piece of paper. And they, and they elected Trump because he would run the country like a business. That's a huge problem. (laughs) Yes. 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 But you, the, the also, you can't tell people like that because they don't have no sense to begin with. So you can't come with them with an actual argument. They don't have no fucking sense. Right. I, look, you, you, you preach it to the crowd. I know exactly. So, <laughs> like I'm saying, so we have to tear down this whatever, like anything that's been built. We have our, our generation has to be the one to do that's it. That's what I'm really. That's what I'm waiting to hear from one of these candidates. I'm waiting for them to say something to that effect. Like, as, if it's a woman running, if it's Hillary or um, I don't give a Maria. No, what I'm saying is, yeah. like what you said. Everything that was written in the Constitution was to benefit white men and screw everybody else. So whoever's running, I would like to see them say that. And to me, and to try to change the Constitution. And to me, this is past Republican Democrat shit. Yeah, it's way past because the party shit. Because like I brought this up as well. Like the nation was already the, built on the principle of division because we have uh, two different parties that go against each other every time. Mm-hmm. It's not just like yo, let made the best man win. Yeah. Let's put them all in the ring and see what happens. Right. It's like oh, we have this side and this side and we battle each other. So we already built on division. Yeah. I we need an act like someone with actual an actual being of a person, an actual person who knows politics to work in the job. Because this we know this motherfucker is not No. He he wasn't elected for political gain. No. He was elected he was elected because we had the most rural voters of all time. We had the lowest vote, voter turnout of all time because no one, <coughs> while he chokes, we had no one go out to vote because we didn't feel good about either one. <coughs> That's a fact. And so people just was like, I'm, not, I'm just not going to vote. <coughs> and then no one in their right mind thought this man would win. But now they see it as a real fucking thing. Dog, the night he got elected, I was at a kickback. I was shook. It wasn't even a kickback. It was like three of three, me, Reggie, Jonathan, like two chicks. And um, 
I remember getting getting home and standing outside smoking a cigarette and just like scrolling through Twitter after he was elected, how everybody was like <clears throat> feeling. I swear to God, I felt like I saw a tumbleweed go roll past me, bro. Like it felt like the like very rural times, like dark times, like were ahead. And I tried to stay, I guess, full 360 for real. Had tweeted something like, don't let this get you down. Like, use that energy to create. Yeah, you know, I remember that. Yeah, he said something like that. And I think, but I, and I, and then someone wrote on Twitter recently, they were like, this is going to make the next election, like, people that grew up during the Sandy Hook shooting, yeah. they're going to, this is going to, this next election is gonna be the highest voter turnout of all time. I yeah. guarantee you. Yeah. Because we people like you even gonna vote, right? I'm gonna vote. So so like like people are gonna like <coughs> make sure they're Nothing out there. Like this happens again. Yeah, because as much as people want to preach about the Trump shit, like the Trump supporters, they vastly have died down. Yeah. Like because people even people are like yo, I voted for him, and I'm I'm like yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they thought he was telling the truth. They thought it was going to be about this country. It was all about him. Yeah. In the, in the long run. But I, our generation and the one behind us is going to be the one to change this shit. Yeah, that's a fact. So we getting there. I'm I'm about to be 29. So my generation's up here. We we ready to make some action. And then I know them Sandy Hook kid generation is definitely Yeah. They coming in like <clears throat> even that the <clears throat> That Florida, that shooting that happened, that, that school in Florida. Yeah, those kids, they were kind of. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. That was I'm talking about. Yeah, but that you don't you see that guy, the teacher, the black gentleman, who uh, took the shotgun from the kid and hugged him. Oh he, no, I didn't. You didn't I see didn't that hear about that. So <clears> this <throat> this kid was walking to a classroom with a shotgun. So instead of the teacher, like attacking him or take like letting things uh, escalate, he took him out in the hallway. Took the gun, this guy came up, and he gave the gun to the guy. He took it away, and he hugged the child. Hmm. That was in Florida. I don't know where it was. Oh, okay, but <clears throat> he was hugging the child. It was like basically like talking to him, right. like instead of like taking. The, and he was a black gentleman, right? And it, it that's the problem. It hasn't made the news as much as yeah, like I did not hear about that at all. And he was like holding him. He was like, look, like basically like like basically tell him like. Why are you doing this? Like, right? Like, and he was like, that's, if we had more teachers like that, because teachers are getting tired too. No, that's a fact. So, um, Santoya Brown, she just did an interview with uh, Breakfast Club. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was, you know, she was basically breaking down everything, what led up to the shooting and all that. She didn't kill her pimp. She killed the guy who was requesting her services. Mm-hmm. At the time, but um, she's married now and everything. Like, but she was saying something similar to that, but not as like the teachers retired. She said she was like a straight A student, like special classes, like because she was smart. But her attitude is what got her put out of class, uh -huh. and she was adopted. And her mom, her her mom, would come down to the school and ask the teachers, like, "Yo, what can we do to make this better?" And she said the teachers basically were like, look, she's suspended. Like, she's out of here. Take her to, like, venture or whatever. So, <coughs> that shit fucks with my whole breathing apparatus. <laughs> uh. But, look, man, ultimately, like Dalton was preaching, 
And Dawn's been preaching this whole episode. This is much the most you've talked in a while, bro. <laughs> but um, on the pod, rather. <laughs> but um, we got to be the ones, man. Not to sound corny or cliche, but we got to be the ones to make the change. Especially because there's no... There's nothing being done by just sitting around talking about it. So, like, this would be this upcoming electoral voting thing. I don't even know the correct term, but this would be the first time I voted for anything uh, ever, like city, state, world, anything ever. So, world, <laughs> nation. Yeah, nation. You know what I mean. <laughs> My world is the nation because I've never been outside of the nation. This is as big as the world is to me. So, uh, no, though I know it's bigger, you know. Whatever, but anyways, um, yeah, th- th- uh, this would be the first time that I voted for anything. I didn't vote for Obama. I don't think could, I could have voted for Obama like the second term. I think, but definitely not the first. But um, yeah, um, we got to be the ones to make the change, bro. Like we need to we need to be stricter on these on these laws we need to be stricter on the on 12 we need to be stricter with our mayor our senate our everything like we need to get involved as involved as we can be bro because our kids and nephews and nieces and grandkids and your friends kids and all that shit like they got to live in this world when we not here lord willing and um let's leave it better off than for them, than it was for us. That's that's my last little word. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. <sighs> Everybody's freaking about this weather right now. Yeah, I mean, shit, we might be stuck up here. We could do another pod. There's a there's a, <laughs> a tornado warning, <clears throat> but it's passing. I'm looking at the radar right now. Yeah, because the lights my, keep flickering. Bro, my dad will not leave me alone right now. Just call and answer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, I think that's gonna be it for today, so we can get this wrapped up. So yeah, we can get out of here because our light, our lights are flickering right now. <laughs> it's nine thirteen, so on October twentieth. So uh, this should be on twenty first. I can't hear it. I okay. I felt yeah yeah. Shit. We can tell ghost stories. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it from us right now. So we can. Uh, sorry, there's a weather. Weather issue. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, before we get stuck here. So I get this uh, uploaded and everything. Yeah, so do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're just going to keep the Kanye playlist this week because it was really good, actually. I yeah, to it, it was. Uh, we'll do another. We'll start our new series after next week. Yeah, we'll come up with something clever. All righty. All right, y'all. Peace of chicken grease. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 